Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Ezekiel chapter 24 shares a really um, hard reality, a really hard uh, story for us. And uh, it says this, let me just read the story and then I'll talk about um, kind of the application that comes with that. It says in Ezekiel 24 verse 15, Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, I am about to take the delight of your eyes away from you with a fatal blow. But you must not lament or weep or let your tears flow. Groan quietly and do not observe mourning rites for the dead. Put on your turban and strap your sandals on your feet. Do not cover your mustache or eat the bread of mourners. I spoke to the people in the morning, Ezekiel said, and my wife died in the evening. The next morning I did just as I was commanded. Then the people said, Won't you tell us what these things you are doing mean for us? And so I answered them. The word of the Lord came to me. Say to the house of Israel, This is what the Lord God says. I am about to desecrate my sanctuary, the pride of your power, the delight of your eyes, and the desire of your heart. Also the sons and daughters you left behind will fall by the sword. Then you will do just as I have done. You will not cover your mustache or eat of the bread of mourners. Your turbans will remain on your heads and your sandals on your feet. And you will not lament or weep, but will waste away because of your iniquities and will groan to another, um, one another. Now Ezekiel will be a sign for you. You will do everything that he has done. When this happens, you will know that I am the Lord God. As for you, son of man, know that on that day I will take from them their stronghold, their pride and joy, the delight of their eyes, the longing of their hearts, as well as the sons and daughters. On that day a fugitive will come to you and report the news. On that day your mouth will be open to talk with him, and you will speak and no longer be mute, so you will be a sign for them, and they will know that I am the Lord. So again, I said a hard story here. Basically, God is um, taking away, uh, killing um, Ezekiel's wife and uh, as a sign to the people. Um, he takes away the delight of his eyes, which is his wife. And he says, now don't mourn, don't cry um, publicly, don't eat the bread of mourners, don't go through the traditional rites, don't have a funeral. In other words, don't, don't go through um, the mourning uh, publicly, he says. And I want this to, to speak to the people and be assigned to them and that they too are going to lose the delight of their eyes, which is the sanctuary, the temple and, and all that is there. And he says, you'll, you'll not mourn either. You'll uh, not cry. You'll, you, you'll go about this. And he says, and when this happens, um, he says that you'll know that I am the Lord God. And here's the thing I want to share with you. This is not prescriptive, which means that everything we read is exactly how we apply it. It's not that our wife is going to die necessarily and be assigned to his people, um, but but the, it's descriptive. It's describing the way God worked in Ezekiel's life. And he works different in all of our lives. But at the end of the day, there's a principle here that I want to come to and why I say this is a hard reading. Because it shows me that God will do some extremely hard things in our life to share his glory and, and to, to, to see his name exalted. And, and this is not a bad thing. This isn't like a, uh, how can you do that, God? This is a, a thing we get to share in the sufferings of Christ. I mean, isn't that what he did through Jesus? Through the pain and the suffering and all that Jesus went through, he did it to end up exalting the name of Christ and, and allowing Christ to be the name that we come to, Jesus to come to before salvation and, and, um, and so when we suffer, we share in the suffering of Christ. 
and uh, just reminds me that whatever's going on in your life, um, instead of all the different ways we can go about it, I mean, we can go about it in saying uh, it's just, um, I, I don't understand how God would do this to me. And that's our first instinct a lot of times. I don't understand and questioning God and walk through that. Another option is say, well, God had nothing to do with this. This is all Satan and that um, he, God's not in this. But I think we got to be careful with that too. And I think there's a better option. I think the option is, is, is yeah, all of this is a result of sin and brokenness and no doubt Satan plays his hand in all of it. But at the end of the day, God is sovereign. God is the one who is ultimately in control. God is the one who loves you so deeply that in your suffering, he redeems it and restores it. And he does it for your good, for those that are love and are called according to his purpose. And so we see this picture of, of even the death of his wife um, being used. Um, and it's not only something that he uses, but something that he caused to happen so that um, they would understand who God is. And so let me just share this. Maybe there's cancer. Maybe there's... Um, abandonment maybe there's uh, other kind of health issues maybe there's um, children issues and and um, rebellion issues and all the different issues we have and and let me let me just say it this way instead of getting caught up on how it happened and 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 all the different ways of, of questioning and walking through that what if we just said God use it use it redeem it and restore it God um, and that you would use this for your glory that at the end of it when it happens they would know that you are Lord God and that I would know that you're Lord God and all around would know that you're Lord God. Again, this this is a hard, hard story, but we can come to God saying, whatever it is in my life, I know that ultimately you are in charge, God. And because of that, I trust you and I love you and I want them to know that you're God. Father, whatever it is, whatever suffering we're in, whatever it is that's occurring, would you use it to show all that you are God? In the name of Christ, I pray.